I knew that there's no way somebody that hasn't traveled much is going to pick that place to go right. to. And it made me feel like there is a connection that I can be this conduit. I have now made friends in this country. I've been all over it. What if I, instead of just sitting around in my room writing about stuff, what if I actually made a tour and invited people to come with me? What if I could be the connection between these two points and then also spend time with people? So I thought, you know what? Let's just try it. Why not? You know, it could fail or it could be amazing. Welcome back to the Digital Dreamer podcast, where today we are sharing another Digital Delight episode. Digital Delights are short, snackable, bite-sized episodes where we feature content marketing, business, and mindset experts to help your dream take flight. Today's segment is with Juliana Dever, a professional actor, experiential travel expert, award-winning travel blogger, and cultural tour curator. Juliana has turned her passion for exploration and travel into a fulfilling career, helping her audience find unusual experiences in unexpected places. For this episode, I asked Juliana to share some thoughts on breaking into the world of travel blogging and getting started as a travel influencer. You can also hear an extended interview with Juliana on my other podcast, Power Up Your Performance. I hope you enjoyed this little snippet with Juliana Dever. Tell us a little bit about how you got started curating trips. So I started a travel blog in 2015. And I I did well with it. I, I I won awards from the North American Travel Journalism Association. I, I was really doing work that I was proud of while I traveled. I was working with tourism boards, working with uh, brands. And so there there is a job in there, but there was a piece of I'm I'm very gregarious. I'm a Sagittarius. I, I'm not a big like Zodiac person, but I know that every Sagittarius I've met is a traveler. Like they enjoy travel and they just like fun. <laughs> so I, but I love people. I love people and I love the opportunity to share a meal or rope people into a dance party. <laughs> and so there was a, an aspect of doing all this world travel. I mean, I was everywhere. I was. You know, I was in South America. I was hiking in the Andes. I was in Mongolia. I was all over Europe. And I would write about it. And I realized that piece for me that was missing was that there were a lot of people in my audience that loved reading about it, but there still seemed to be an obstacle. So that was the first part. The second part was you're, I mean, I think if, if you're an entrepreneur, you do so much work in isolation. And you're not, you, you don't have anyone to truly connect with in the moment. And the third component for me was that, uh, again, I wanted to, my first, the first tour I ever curated was to the country of Georgia. A lot of people may not even realize that country exists, <laughs> but to me, it is one of the biggest hidden gems that we have. And it's, it's one of the most amazing countries. Like I, when I was living in Russia, I would go to Georgian restaurants and I was thinking to myself, I think this food is so good. Like I have to go to this country. And when I went to the country, it was 
even better than I imagined. And I knew that there's no way somebody that hasn't traveled much is going to pick that place to go right. to. And it made me feel like there is a connection that I can I can be this conduit. I have now made friends in this country. I I've been all over it. What if I, instead of just sitting around in my room writing about stuff, what if I actually made a tour and invited people to come with me and experience the incredible food? The There's a, a culture of singing that happens. Uh, it, it's in the bones of every Georgian. Um, winemaking culture is 8,000 years old. It, it's there. They have an expansive like mountains and seasides, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. What if I could be the connection between these two points? And so, and then also spend time with people. So I thought, you know what? Let's just try it. Why not? You know, it could fail or it could be amazing. And it was more amazing than I could have even predicted. And and it sold out immediately. I had 12 intrepid listeners, <laughs> readers, and they were like, I'm going to do this. And I just, I... I was thinking to myself, this is amazing. If I can do this once, where else can I make a tour? And and so I started continuing to create tours in other parts of, I, I like to focus, I find my focus is countries that maybe were former uh, communist countries, former Soviet blocks. <laughs> um, but a lot of those were behind an iron curtain for so long and people are curious, but they're also concern? Like, is that safe? And so I wanted to kind of break that stigma. I wanted to connect people who love culture and travel and food with the people in those countries that are like, where are the tourists? We have so much to offer. We can't wait for you to come. And kind of build that bridge between, you know, those two groups. And so that's how the curation came about. I know there's been this rise of, oh, no, what is ChatGPT going to do to the travel industry? Because anyone can go into this AI and they give me a five-day itinerary for Slovenia. It's going to spit one out. But the problem is, is it going to be something you like? Is it just going to tell you to go to a museum that you would hate? So if you can, find people who are experts in the places that you're going to and that you find you agree with their taste. And at least then you can get a feel for it. Yeah. And I love that chat GPT comment, too, because <laughs> people are so worried about what it's going to do. And I still think it can't replace the curiosity that we have. No, it, it can't replace that human aspect of us. And I can tell when I read articles already, I'm like, ah, ah, this is written by a computer. This isn't even this doesn't even entirely sound like how we would speak to each other. And I feel like I'm just getting facts spit at me. They're subjective facts. You know? <laughs> exactly. Because as a travel blogger, it doesn't have your stories. And that's mm-hmm. what puts the personality in everything you do. It can't exactly you. Because so, I yeah. could also say, Kim, I I know this is something you wouldn't naturally be drawn to, but here's why I think you would love it. Let me tell you. And then when I explain and you're like, okay, okay I see how that could be interesting. I will give that a try. You know, a computer can never have that that human connection, that level to share why you should go somewhere or why you might enjoy it. And again, yeah. this, this is, you know, especially as Americans, we don't have very much time off. We don't, you know, we we want to know that if we're going to spend money traveling, that it was worth it. So just following what a computer spits at you is not going to be your best vacation ever. 
what kind of tips would you have for somebody that says, hey, this travel blogging thing sounds cool? Do you think somebody could still break in as a travel blogger today? You know, it's changed so extremely. Mm -hmm. That's poor English. (laughs) It's changed so much. Even, and it, it does, it rapidly changes. And I, I know even in some of the groups that I've been in, they talk about, you know, do people want to read anymore? And, and and I'll be honest, for the longest time I did, I would write, I, I tend to write um, humorous stories. So I'm kind of a, a humorist, if you will, but also weave it in with the authentic experience that, that I've had. And I know a lot, a lot of people have enjoyed those stories, but do people want to read as much as they used to? I, Sometimes, yeah, I think we do still enjoy reading, but I think, you know, there's been a lot of success for people now that have that want to be in the travel space that are spending most of their time on social media. And so I think you have to decide with anything why you want to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, what I realized first and foremost, it was because I was traveling nonstop and I loved the travel. And then people would always ask me, well, if I go to Prague, where should I stay? And so I thought the best thing for me in that moment was what if I write a blog post and then I just send them a link so I can stop writing these long emails or texts or trying to think about it. It's already in writing. Here you go. Boom. Um, and that's truly how it began. I just wanted to be able to have information to help people quickly. And then the why started to morph for me into... I want to help people travel, not just read about it, not just think about it, actually get on a plane or on a train or in a car and go somewhere and have an experience. And so that's that was my why, was that I wanted to create these tours. And as I connected with women in Poland, Slovenia, Georgia, I knew that's what I needed to do. So it really depends on what what aspect of travel is so thrilling for you and how will you share that? Mm-hmm. And if you're passionate about it and you have the um, endurance, because there's a high burnout factor for, for constantly traveling, for constantly creating content. If, if you are in love with it and you have the energy to push you go with it and you just keep doing it. And of course, you'll have success because you'll connect to what you're supposed to be doing. But, you know, in terms of like this one thing, that's the best I can tell you is how to break in. Figure out your why. Figure out what aspect of travel that it is you want to share. And then you'll start. There's so much information out there about how to get sponsorship or how to, you know, have your content make money. But I think you need to start first with why you're doing it and what you want to share. Okay, so. Tell people how they can connect with you, especially if they want to go on this trip. Yes. If you are listening right now and my description of Slovenia has you interested, I invite you to talk to me about it. If you want to know more about Slovenia, book a call with me. If you already are excited or you want to read more about it, then I actually have a a surprise for you. I have a discount code. And so I will give you, Kim, you have links that are available, right? So mm-hmm. I can give people links. But if you do go to my website, which is cleverdeverwherever.com, then you'll see right at the top, there's tours and you can just click that link and it'll take you to what's available. And right on the top of my website, there's a, you know, just take me to the tour information. So you can read all about it. If you don't even need to talk to me, 
I have a few spaces left. I would love to have you and share my Slovenia with you, share all my Slovenian friends with you. And if you know you want to go, you can use the discount code DREAMLIFE150. It's DREAMLIFE150, and that'll give you $150 off of the tour price. Wow, that is awesome. 